What's up, everybody? I'm James. I'm Barcellus. And it's a kickback. Hey. Thank you guys for joining us again. Welcome back, Marcellus. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks you've been away for a while. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yes, sir. So like we do for every episode, let's just set the vibe, man. And let's, you know, I, I, I like this one a lot. So it goes like this from the notes. Hey. <laughs> um, I had to lose myself to learn my worth. You you be writing some shit down. I tell you that, boy. I tell you that. Yeah. I had to lose myself to learn my worth. Man, that's that's very heavy. I'll say that because you don't realize. Well, excuse me. I didn't realize I was losing myself until I was already lost. Great. And then to, to, to find self-worth is to get back to where you once were and to realize it's okay to be a different version of you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah. Sometimes you got to get lost. Sometimes you got to re- reach right bottom to figure out where the sky is, you know? Yeah, where do you go from here? Exactly. Hey, you know I know. I've been... So I, I I like that a lot just because, um, you know, especially when it comes to relationships, you know, sometimes you, you forget, you get so caught up in us, you forget who you are kind of deal, uh, you know, and you kind of, you, your value is someone else's perspective sometimes. And if they don't value you, you feel like you're not worthy. So it's like, you know, when I lost myself and I was, you know, got treated like this, I knew that wasn't right. So that helped me figure out what was right and yeah. everything was within. So, yeah. But. Uh, you hit that on the head, though, for sure. Yeah. So for this episode, man, we're both at weird phases in our lives. 28. God, uh, I'll, I'll be 28. Yeah, 27, 28. We're both in weird phases, so we want to talk about a little bit about like co-parenting and yeah. just navigating and communication a lot this episode. So just to start it off, Celis, what's been like in your process uh, well, of trying to co-parent? What's been... Um, What's been something that's worked really well? And what's been something that's like, that's not going to work? Oh, uh, shit. Well, I mean, to start off, everything is just so brand new to me. You know, I mean, to go from married to separated to single, this is a, a, a whirlwind for me. And although we're not like, we're not bickering, but it's still like we're not seeing eye to eye in every single situation. So it's kind of hard to manage some things. But as far as co-parenting, I think one of the biggest things that her and, her and I tried to keep the same case on is the kids always come first. Yeah. So whether I got something going on or she has something going on, all that has to stop once they have something going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, 
respect. So, and, and it's hard to like take yourself out of your own situation. You know, yeah. after, after being together for six, seven years, to go from that to by yourself, essentially, is a weird transition. And that's just something that I'm just now learning how to do and reteach to myself certain things that I already knew, but I forgot because she took care of that shit or I, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. It's a weird balance. Yeah. Are you finding a balance? I'm good in there. That's for sure. I'm, I'm good in there. You know, I got a good routine now, good morning routine and a good night routine. This is all about mainly like just the days that we're both off or we both have to work and one of which has to get one child from here. You know, it's just, thank God we got two cars. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> Feel that. I think. You know, just growing up, my dad was in a lot of situations where co-parenting was not as easy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it just, for me, I always feared having to deal with shit like this just because I saw how easy, how difficult it could be. And, yeah. you know, I, w- I would like to, I would like to say my take on it is similar to yours or better but it just it's a lot of it's a lot man because i just when i took my promotion and i left town because honestly i was i was crushed but it wasn't something i didn't see coming they just you know if one person's not trying the other person can only do so much type shit yeah so it's like um when I took my promotion and left, you know, for so long, I was like, that was a mistake. I should have stayed because now I'm not seeing my kid as much as I'd like to. And that weighs on me a lot because it's like, okay, now when we come to the co-parenting, how do I work, maintain my business that is weekend-based, and then also still be a great dad? How do I, how do I do that? And, and so, then, and it's and like communication, huh? I was just gonna say to add to that to be yourself. Yeah, and it's like, where do I, where do I, where does this time just kind of come from? So it's like, and with communication being a, a big reason while we're in the situation we're in, it was like, yeah. I knew better than to move an hour away when communication is just not a strong suit between us but i will say when it comes to our daughter we've both kind of stepped it up um and we're able to be around each other at lengths which is cool yeah but there's also just it took it took me a while to be like i can't it took me a long time to get to the point where it's like Okay, there's no reviving this. There's no going back. So it's like, how do how do I accept co-parenting? Is like, okay, how do I move on and not just be moving on to you know forget and not actually care about them? So it just, but sorry to. Oh, you're good. But, I was I was gonna ask because like like I said, I'm I'm all brand new to this situation, and I have 
opportunities that could take me away from where we are now. When you made those decisions, like was it like really hard to take those jobs and those positions that were out of town? Because you know, I I don't work in Quincy anymore, so like I don't really feel the need to be here anymore. Yeah. But my kids are here. So it's yeah. like I am in a weird position to do I just leave and quit myself first or do I just sacrifice myself for the greater of them? Yeah, and that and man, I think I just wanna applaud that you're able to sit back and think because me, dude, one thing I've always had to work on is reacting emotionally, especially when it came to women. And that's just due to my abandonment issues. Yeah. So it was like it's, a lot. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna say I'm I do that because of my abandonment issues. Yeah, see, and I like that's why I applaud you because I haven't been able to grow like that and like until recently like i've noticed that i don't um i'm not as extreme as i used to be when it comes to breakups yeah i I was but i was a simp i used to please 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 you know you feel me but you know at a certain we all were were. yeah yeah but i got to a point where it was like this shit ain't gonna work but i still had those moments of weakness where it's like man is there any way we can just figure this shit out yeah so when it came to making the decision to take the promotion and make more money than I was making yeah. while finishing school, um, it was like, I can't stay in Quincy because I can't bear to see her with another man. I can't stay in Quincy because there's no room for growth for me as an individual, dude. The city literally, the city limits you. And then yeah. it was like, it was just, I felt like there was a lot of pressure. So it was like, I gotta, you know, and also I was fucking homeless. We bought, I helped, I helped, you know, purchase a home. I spent the last of my money improving that home. So I was, I had like two grand, if that, you know, and fucked on a credit card <laughs> that I fucked on a credit card that I could use. And I was homeless. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I gotta go home to my pops. I got to take this because I, I got nothing. I put all my eggs in one basket and that's something I'll never yeah. do again. But when it came to making the decision, it was like, I got this, 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 and against me. I got this, 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 and this that is going for me. And it was also like, if I stayed in Quincy, I don't think, I don't think it's healthy for my kid to be sleeping every other night in different places. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then how is that fair to us? How do we get back to our lives if every other night? And then the situation was, okay, I can take her on these dates through this date. I have somewhat of a support system and I'm super grateful for it. But that was, so I think I admire that you're able to take a step back where my decision was more emotionally based due to the circumstances and panic. Because I, I I had not I don't have uh, I didn't have a a backup plan in Quincy for if we ever broke up because you know what I'm saying like no, I one hundred percent understand what you're saying and it's especially and I hope I don't sound too cocky when I say this but like me being me in Quincy there's no I've already hit that ceiling here you know what I mean yeah like there's no 
I can't get no higher than where I'm at here. Yeah. I've done everything. I did everything. Everyone knows me. What what I'm still to do. You can't all the good jobs here are factories or if someone knows you, they hook you up on a job. There's there's nothing higher than that. So I, I'm I'm definitely in a in a pickle when it comes to making my decisions right now, but I'm trying to dot my eyes and cross my T's before I actually make the decision. Yeah. And so I think I, I definitely uh, understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I think it just one thing that tore me apart when I did leave was I can't talk to my kid every day because the only way she can communicate with me is through her mom's phone. Yeah. And that's that's a fear of mine as well. If I do leave, like like I I'm I'm the last person they see when I go to sleep, right? Yeah, I, dude. My kids to, to bed every night. That's going to fuck with me if I don't do that. If I when I move or if I move, that's going to fuck with me a lot. Yeah, and it's not easy. It's not easy. I think I think that's one of the hardest parts about it. Is yeah, you know, I I, I cherish those those little moments that her mom does share with me. Yeah, whether it's dance or funny videos, and because her mom doesn't have to do that, but it's like. I went from I went from having her four and a half down to two just because of work and trying to get myself out of the situation I put myself in because yeah. I put everything I had into one basket. So that it's tough to adjust to that, but I think I think you're in a better situation with someone that can communicate. You know, yeah, and I I mean I'm I'm gonna give her credit for that and myself credit because her and I are both children of broken homes and although we her and I have broken up we don't want to break up our family in the in essence you know what yeah. I mean and we still want to have be cordial with each other yeah the best the best way we can you know I mean every day is have to be pretty but no, the most important thing we try to have dialogue and I think that's a big key in our relationship moving forward is to have open communication and just try to figure this shit out because this shit is not easy. Yeah. For her, for me, you know? Yeah. And it's tough because it's, because I, the feeling's still there because, you know, we have these thoughts, but they have their own thoughts as well. It's like, yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't want that to go unnoticed or anything. Like these are just our thoughts, but they have their own thoughts as well. Um, That's absolutely. But, and, and, Whatever the thoughts may be, is correct to them, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's a hundred percent. They have, they have that. Um, and I just want to uh, another thing with co-parenting. It's like, when do you get to the point where you're doing stuff as a family to where it doesn't always hurt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, that you know, we just did the Disney on icing, and I was just like, why wasn't it this simple? When, you know. And then it's like, well, but, because other, I honestly, I would just, because I want to be rich, bro. I want to work. I want to be rich. I wanted to be in a different situation before I had a kid. So now it's like, I got to grind 10 times harder. And yeah. I was just telling my homie this and I was like, because he, he's worried about, um, you know, because we're, we're getting older, but really fuck all that. Um, but he was worried about that. And I said, dude. 
there's no the worst thing about being a dad is that internal battle to go harder and then to sit and you know watch tv or sit and sing karaoke and be thinking like damn i should be working towards this i was like yeah. that internal battle sucks because you feel like a piece of shit because the time with your child you feel like you could be making money that make give a better life to your child and really you should just be grateful that you get the time with your child but there's an internal battle because you're not where you want to be yeah that should be whooping my ass bro on my mama yeah do you do you feel like how do you how do you get through that though like how do you get that thought out of your mind or just not leave dude it it doesn't leave it doesn't yeah. it does but you know, because you know, you know, I, I see the, the little cooking videos and shit y'all be doing, little karaoke stuff. Like, we could tell that she's in the moment with you, and she's not thinking about nothing else but those cookies or whatever you guys were making. Yeah. So like, how do you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get out of that space? And and me, bro, it's like. It's just hard. It's hard because, you know, I don't, I went from four days to two, four and a half days to two. So now it's like, they matter more. My time with her matters more than it did before. Right. So now it's like, at first it was like, I got to spend all this time with you. I got to, you know, be attentive to you and stuff like that. But she's also growing. So she does stuff on her own. So it's finding that balance to where she's playing by herself. And it's like, okay, I can get a little work done. And feel yeah. accomplished but it's also i've also i wake up earlier now when i have her i used to sleep in with her thinking that was the bonding time that we needed but really it's like let me just stay on my 7 a.m 6 a.m wake up call get get my work done that way i feel accomplished for the day that way yeah. when i'm playing with her i don't get distracted by the fact damn i still need to do this i still need to do this so Very i think that's the biggest step i've made um and especially now especially now bro because yeah, yeah. You know, and one of my concerns now is being getting that second job is starting at eight in the morning, working till 10 at night. I don't want to be tired as fuck when I have her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I, I really got to just. Yeah, you're a workaholic too, so I, I already know. Bro, I just, I just, I was in such a good position when, when I met her and then I just lost my drive, I think. So I think. Yeah. Love would do that to you, you know? Yeah, and that's that's where the lose yourself because it was like I lost my drive. You know, we had our we went through some shit and I started to settle on life. And that's not that was not fair to anyone involved in my situation. So yeah. I lost my drive. So now it's like I don't ever want to lose my drive again. I just want to keep it going. I want to keep going. I want to I want to be this great dad. I can be this great dad and still kill it. I just have to take care of myself, be healthy, make sure I'm getting everything. You know what I'm saying? So everything, everything comes back to balance. You gotta have balance in anything in life right now, especially if you're gonna be a good dad and be a good man and a good worker, good uh, boss. You know, you gotta you gotta have balance in everything. Yeah. So I, you you spoke on broken homes earlier, and yeah. Kind of, kind of. T- All right, what's your? Th- give us a definition of that. Give us, me and the listeners, a definition of that. So a broken home. I don't know. The, I mean, I'll just say my situation. 
Yeah, no, no. Go ahead. That's fine. Uh, my parents were not together. My father and mother were not together. From the day I was born, they were never together. But when you're when you're a child and your dad's not around, you think that like, oh, he left me or he never wanted me or something like that, right? Yeah. But as you get older, you start to learn like, well, he didn't really leave me. He left you. Yeah. And I'm not saying that like he was ready for me because they were young. I don't, I don't, I never had this talk with him, but like. The, the more that I get older and I start to realize who my parents are as people instead of parents, well, maybe he didn't really like you like that. And you just kind of had me in a situation and he didn't really want to be in it. You know, like, yeah, you don't learn these things until you get in these similar situations. And what, what would you do in those situations? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, because I come from that and I'm not going to speak on her situation, but she comes from a similar situation. Her and I have always maintained this status of like, hey, even if we're not together, we would be together for our children. We will always at least try to remain cordial, whether it's Mariana's uh, school, Moses' screening, speech therapy. Uh, sign language therapy, physical therapy. She drops them off, I kick them up. You know, like we have to maintain our relationship as parents first and foremost, even yeah. if our, our romantic relationship failed. And it sucks, but I I could at least say that I'm glad that we are united quite on that because that means more to me than anything because I don't want yes. my son or my daughter to to think that I left them because of her and I quaking up, or yeah. vice versa. I don't want them to think that she left them because we broke up. We have to remain together as parents. Yeah. I, I relate. I relate. I have that, not a similar upbringing, but, you know, my dad raised me. My dad raised all three yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah. He played a role in all his kids' lives if he was allowed to. Yeah. And so... I I feel that, and I I I the realizing they didn't leave me, they left you. I never had that realization because I've had conversations with my biological mom to know that you know choices I, I, were made, decisions were made, yeah, lifestyles were chosen. Yeah, because of and and I know who did this. He said to me, my my father. He said to me one time. He was like. I didn't know you were coming. Damn. I had a life. Like he he's he's probably here, but he had a life in St. Louis and a life in Atlanta. He's he's already like in motion. Yeah. Like he was already going to college there. Like he's already leaving. Yeah. And then I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, me coming out the way I came out, he wasn't sure. He had to get a DNA test. So it's I mean it's fucked up, but I understand, you know. Yeah. The man, I understand his concern and wanted to be sure because they were never really romantically in a relationship. It was mm-hmm. more, uh, what's the word, platonic or whatever. Yeah. Damn. So, you know I mean, but so it sounds like you've had those conversations with him, though, at least some important ones. Not, uh, 
it was never like face to face or like serious. It was more like Nazi lie, like him trying to like drop off a drop a bar, like you know, a yeah. Quincy, I always hated Quincy. That's why I never wanted to be here. Like he would just drop that off. Like that's why I left. As soon as I could, I didn't even I didn't even bring it up about leaving. Yeah, yeah. as soon as you can, you need to leave this town. Like he, he always he never wanted to be here. And he's that's why he's not here now. So Yeah. And 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 that's that's the thing with me. I never wanted to be there. I never wanted to go back there. I never wanted to settle there because there's yeah. nothing there for anyone who is not you know what i'm saying yeah it's an uphill battle i think the best thing that came out of quincy for me is i learned how to code switch really well so i can be in the room with doctors and lawyers and hold my own and then i can yeah, be with my yeah. friends and be myself okay. I, I can code switch with the best of them bro yeah, boy, hey, boy. And that's a skill that we had to learn because of the community we were raised in. That and and uh, and which is why I think I I I want to explore other places because my mom would would be around a lot growing up. Mm. So, so like how you say you had the code switch. Yeah. I was I was lived in the hood, right, or the yeah. ghetto, or whatever. I went to a private school. So I could like act proper at school and then come back and be in, in the ghetto. So like I I can co switch with the best of them. I know the deal. You feel me? Say, hey, take out that cola real quick. I know the I know the game. Yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> I, I I definitely agree with the co switch here in town. Like you have to know who you are, where you are, what to say, how not to say this. Yeah. They say something crazy. Yeah. You know they and will hear Yeah. And that just so I don't know, but as far as you know, broken homes, it's like I don't think anybody that I let actually let me rephrase. Yeah. Anyone who positively grew from that situation, yeah, goes into a situation wanting to repeat that. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a thing. I will hope not. I mean, I, don't, yeah. I, I know we did it, you know. We, we yeah, because like, like I said, I've said before, like my biggest fear was to have a broken family. Yeah, yeah, you, you have said that. So so for me to... It wasn't even a fear of mine because it wasn't a thought. You know? Respect. Yeah. I just didn't, it didn't even cross my mind. So like, I, I never had that fear. I yeah. knew that, but yeah. Damn, I respect that. I always had that because I, I never wanted to end up like some of the people I, I saw in my life. And it was just like, they seem so miserable. And it was, you know, you don't know all the details. You don't know why it is the way it is. But it's just like, they yeah. seem so miserable. I don't want that. I never want that. I just, you know, I want to make the shit work. I want to always find our way back. I want to always know why we're doing this. Yeah. And so, I, so for me, it was like, I don't want to have broken home. I don't want my kid. And like you said, I don't want my kid to ever think that I don't, you know, love her. Cause when we broke up, bro, I, I was ready. Yeah. I got friends all over the world that were like, Oh, we can get you on here. We can get you on here. But it's like, no, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm not like if the furthest I would go is three and a half hours. I, I'm not, my daughter will never feel like 
her dad chose something else over her. Yeah. She, she will never, she will never feel like that. Bro, if I, I can have the biggest show in the world, and if she has a dance recital, Worth it. the show's in God's hands. I'm at the dance recital. Oh, geez. She wants to go get ice cream after dance. We're at the, oh, we're getting ice cream. Y'all can text me, blow me up all you want. I'm with my daughter. Yeah. That, that's where, that's where, that's how important she is to me. Absolutely. And that's how she should be, bro. You know? Yeah. And that, and that's just, yeah. And that's just because I, I didn't always get that kind of, um, I don't know the right terminology, but I always, I didn't get that kind of, it's not support or attention, but I didn't have that. I didn't, I didn't always have that, you know, yeah. and I know why I know why. And it's nothing bad. It's just, you know, you a single man, three kids, you yeah. know, still young as fuck, still young as a kid. Was your dad? My dad was my dad was nineteen when he had me. Had my sister the year after. Had my other brother the year after. Then there's a gap with my other brother, and then there's a big gap with my youngest brother. Yeah. So, so you know, he never got to enjoy oldest, everything right? to the full. Yeah, yeah I'm the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so it's I. As as a young adult now, yeah. dude, I made some of the same mistakes that I wish I hadn't. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll never I'll never be afraid to admit my own faults yeah. on how I ended up here. I'm not afraid to admit them. So it was like, okay, you, you gotta you almost have to just to grow from it and yeah, the mistakes, you know, unless or you just gonna keep repeating them. Yeah, and it, bro, I I can I guarantee you, like I'm sober now, bro. You yeah. tell you. You tell 23-year-old James Calmes Jr. he's sober in five years. He hasn't had a drink in over 100 days. You tell him that, he's going to be like, yeah, fucking right. I'm drinking at night. What the fuck? Right. So it's, I I know. I see my right. That's awful. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh? That's over 100 days? That's awful. Yeah, bro. Um, I stopped keeping track. But... I, I want to say it's like 126. That's dope. That's what yeah, it it's been a while. I know the day I stopped drinking. What was that, dude? No. Uh, it, was, it was way before New Year. Yeah, it was way before that. The homie's uh, birthday in October, we drank until we drank the day I consider the day after. That's not my start. The day after that, because, you know, we drank till like 5 in the morning. So the day after that, I, I started, and I want to say it's like the 26th or 27th of October. I would have uh, to look at a calendar just because his yeah. wedding was on a Saturday. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I don't know. They're just coming from a broken home and then repeating that was hard, and then the co-parenting, trying to figure that out when you already have a communication um a block a block in your communication where you guys can't communicate properly I, to each other without mistaking things yeah that's yeah that's one of my biggest problems like i i don't like to talk or say things because i'm afraid that they'll get taken out of context or not correctly yeah. so i just won't say anything which will cause an argument because i'm not saying what i want to what i need to say so it's like it's just a yeah. A cycle that I work And can I ask you something? What's this that? is as you know. Yeah. Do you? Because we're both we were both in interracial relationships. Yeah. Did you ever face 
or have the problem where she just called you angry, like angry and always thought you were talking down. Have you ever had to deal with that? Is that why you didn't speak up? No, I think, well, I, mean, I can tell you why I never spoke up because growing up, I saw, I saw a lot of uh, domestic violence in my home. Yeah. So I, I always feared that would be my reaction if I did start to like raise my voice or like get angry or something like that. Not saying that I would do that, but like I know the, the visuals are in our mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Like, I, I know I would never. No, do it, that. it makes sense to me. It, it makes sense. You've seen it before and you don't ever yeah. want to see yourself go there. Yeah. So I just, I, I, I just, so why even like get anywhere close to that? I'll just sit down, and I just won't say anything, or I'll let yeah. her finish the conversation and just move on with yeah. the coffee argument because I'm not, I'm not completing the sentence or whatever, you know. Yeah, I watched, I watched as women misunderstood my dad purposely, and there's this, there's this as, as TikTok. There was this TikTok about how black men aren't allowed to feel emotions because we're always labeled angry. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> man. So I I has that happened to you? Fuck, dude. Yeah. 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 Like there's a barrier in our communication, so every time things would arise, it was like, "Why are you getting so mad?" And it's like, "Oh, so I'm not allowed to." You know, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. So it it just I don't know. There a lot of things come. You see a lot of things growing up in a broken home, and that. Gotcha. You, and I think because I feared living that so much, that's why I ended up dealing with it so much. So you you really really hoard into it. Yeah, and I yeah. I. Did. Yeah, and I wish I wish I didn't because I don't want that to be a fear. I don't want that to be a fear I project onto anyone, but yeah. like my daughter or anything. And I, I'm I'm learning to let that go. But also, I've also come to the realization that I'm a very I'm an emotionally scarred person because I come from a broken home. So it's like, how do I deal with that? How do yeah. I handle that? I mean, and I don't I don't mean to like put your basis. Oh, you're good. But, but like because we come from. How do I it? Not having that nature for mothers. Yeah. At least, especially for me, like, I don't, I sometimes didn't feel the nature that you're supposed to get from a mother. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's hard for me to, like, get, be vulnerable sometimes. And I say we're having a conversation, me, me and her, right? And she'll start crying or she'll start getting really upset. And I just keep a still face. And she'll ask, like, well, why aren't you reacting? And I say, well, I don't I don't really know how. You know, yeah. I don't I don't I never really got that like let my guard down and like cry. Like I've probably only ever cried in front of her twice. And once was during my child's birth. You know what I mean? So like I, I I'm still afraid to like let down all my walls and like actually be vulnerable in front of Yeah. Because they be lying on the internet. Women do not like that shit. 
I swear to God, they don't. They lying on the net, bro. Everybody lying on the net. So I guess being in the situations that we're in, co-parenting now, yeah, and with the decisions that you know we we still have yet to make as far as the future goes, yeah. um, As a co-parent, what's one of your long-term goals? If possible, just be cordial. Have a, a solid report on both ends. Yeah. I don't need to know everything about your life, but I need to know what's going on in your life because my children are in your life. Yeah. And I would do the same vice versa, you know, like, especially if you're like other people around, I need to know ASAP. And if they are, and I, I don't like it, my children will not be around them. Yeah. That's Feel the problem. That. If that's a problem, I would get a lawyer. Yeah. Feel and, that. I, and, I, and I do want to say that real quick because like I see a lot of guys on it on Facebook recently having many rubber problems. Bro, I just throw in a towel, bro. Get a lawyer. I'm a I black know, man in Quincy, Illinois. What the fuck it, a lawyer it, it's, not, it's not. It's probably going to be harder, but if you get a lawyer and you show effort and you try to fight the system, your child would know that at least you tried. Because the, hey. it, especially if, a, if it was a white mother, the the perception is that she was right to keep the child away from you. But if you're going to court and you're getting a lawyer and you're you're posting the receipts of, hey, this is what I try to do. I'm trying to go to his party or her party. I'm trying to do this. Get a lawyer. Quit that bitch on glass. Do not be afraid to show emotion when it comes to your children and fight for them. Because although I understand why my, my dad did what he did, he never fought for me. And I always, I always wish he would. Like He never came down and took me away for the summer or come down and just spend a week with me. You know what I mean? Like, I never got that. So that's one thing that I could never do as a man and as a father. I will always fight for my children in any capacity. So that's my advice for young men going through this is please get a lawyer if you need to. Drag that bitch on Facebook, just like they drag men on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, for real. That's just my opinion. No, I hear you. I hear you. I, I think, I, I think the fighting for your child and doing that, I think that would make the world a difference. Hopefully, it never comes to that from my situation. I yeah. I, and I wasn't. I wasn't talking. No, about no. You. I know. I know that you were making a general statement. I'm just yeah. relating. Uh, yeah. but I hope it never comes to that because, like I said, co-parenting has been pretty good i just i've made more sacrifices than i feel like the other party which sucks but yeah you know i just hope one day she can look back and think my dad like worked his ass off to give me this life of luxury because that's what i want dude i grew up broke as shit so what are you telling you feel me (laughs) but we found a way man we found a way there's so much more I want to talk about, not in regards to broken homes or co-parenting, but we'll have to do that for the next episode. So with okay, that no said, problem. I'm James. I'm Marcellus. And this was a kickback. Peace. We're a condom, We're a condom guys. <laughs>